Welcome to the Robot Nation podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to advanced manufacturing, capital equipment, and the robotics and automation industry. We'll be covering trends and topics important to factory automation and robotics, and are going to be interviewing guests in our series of podcasts. We know that manufacturing is cool. It brings all kinds of jobs into your community, and if you're good, you have a job for life. So welcome, everyone. My name is Jim Beretta, and I'm your host. I'm the president of Customer Attraction Industrial Marketing based out of Cambridge, Ontario. If you like this podcast, please rate us wherever you find your podcasts. But more importantly, tell your friends about it. Send them an email, tweet us, hashtag RobotNationPodcast. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, our email address is RobotNationPodcast at gmail.com. If you have an idea or an interesting company or technology and like to be our guest, nominate someone to be a guest, please also send me an email to robotnationpodcast at gmail.com. And our guest today is Carol Lehman. She's the president and CEO of Exonify. She's an award-winning thought leader and has an impressive track record of successfully leading tech companies. Not only is she a disruptor in the corporate learning space, but she's also the brains behind the Exonify micro learning platform. Prior to Exonify, Carol was the CEO of PostRank, a social engagement analytics platform that she sold to Google. She's also been CEO of other technology firms, including RSS Solutions and FakeSpace Systems. Carol's a celebrated entrepreneur and trailblazer. She's won multiple awards, and her articles appear in leading learning, business, and technology publications. Carol, in her spare time, also sits on the boards of many organizations and advises a variety of Canadian high-tech companies. Welcome to the webinar, Carol. Thank you, Jim. I'm thrilled to be here. We're here in your beautiful new offices uh, in North Waterloo, and I wanted to have you tell the folks that are listening to the podcast today a little bit about what Exonify is, what problems that you're trying to solve, and maybe a little bit about some of your customers. And I know they include Walmart and Bloomingdale's and Johnson Johnson and Merck. And some, these are names that are very familiar with a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast because they produce automation equipment, robotics, and assembly equipment to many of these companies. Yeah, so in a nutshell, Exonify is a corporate learning solution that combines aspects of gamification, there's underlying brain science, and a whole host of analytics that really result from delivering a three to five minute a day adaptive learning experience, so it's very personalized to each individual, that targets behavior change in those individuals so that they remember critical things they need to know to perform on the job every single day that then can be tied to whatever that business outcome is. So for example, companies like Walmart use us in their logistics area. Merck, it's in their manufacturing area. And they're doing uh, things, for example, that keep people safe. So they train on many different concepts around safety. And because it's a daily experience and involves some brain science that creates memory very quickly, what they're finding is those employees are exhibiting the behaviors that they need to do in order to keep them safe. And it happens very, very quickly with a really fun, fast, highly personalized experience. Carol, when do, um, like if I'm, a, if I'm working at a Merck or a 
Johnson & Johnson Company. When am I going to do this? Am I going to do this on break? Am I to do this before I check in? That's a great question. So really um, what we prescribe is allow your people to do it whenever they have three to five minutes a day. So in some cases that is most convenient at the beginning of a shift. In other cases it is during a break or over the lunch hour. And then there are other cases where they say just do it whenever you want to do it and you have that three to five minutes. And what we find is because it's so engaging and so much uh, fun and the employee actually recognizes very quickly that what they're learning is relevant and specific to the jobs that they're doing and around information they don't really know well. So they want to have the experience and so they'll do it on the bus on the way to work, um, when they get home, we see it happen at all times of day but at the end of the day we just say to uh, our partner customers allow them to do it in the workflow whenever they have three to five minutes a day and that fits with your business and how do you get started when you're when you're dealing with a customer obviously uh, you've got a lot of learnings probably from the retail side of things where you know things are busy at Christmas there's lots of rules uh, I used to be in retail uh, way back when in high school and university and you know this would have been a, a great thing so you could remember all the things you have to remember so how do you get started well so it is the case that every organization has just an inordinate amount of things that they think they need to train on and so what we do is we work with them very closely to prioritize the critical topics that lead to business change in some fashion and don't try to boil the ocean all at once with all of the things that you need to train people on. Look at what's most important and we work with our customers to help achieve that. So as an example, uh, we have a very large customer that wanted to start with training on 400 different topics. Well, not all 400 of those topics are mission critical to the business. So we help them break it down into a phased in approach that dealt with the most critical things up front. So at the end of the day, every organization is different. Every organization has their business priorities uh, that could be based on, for example, we've got incident rates through the roof in a distribution center or warehouse that we need to address. Well, that's clearly a business priority. Let's start with those related topics and figure out who to target and then we just have a ton of best practices around how to roll this out in a very streamlined, rapid fashion. Uh, our typical deployment is about 12 weeks. Well, that's interesting. So I've never had this before, right? I'm a, I'm a worker, I'm working in a big distribution center, let's say, and you're introducing this to the employees. So do you have an employee meeting? Do they have an employee meeting? Like, how do we start understanding this and, and kind of what's in it for me as a, as a person who's using the software? Really, again, depending on the organization, we've seen customers who will pull groups of people into a classroom or a room to say, we're rolling out a new training program. This is how you access it. Let's 
practice and show you how to use it and and do it that way. Others will allow, for example, plant managers to take the lead on how to roll it out to that particular location. So it really does depend. But again, we've got best practices that we've developed over years to understand who is the target audience, where do they reside, how do you access them with information today, and then what is the most effective rollout plan uh, so that you can get rapid uh, adoption and then ongoing participation. Um, In terms of what's in it for the individual employee, there are many, many things. So first and foremost, it's a very accessible, easy way to acquire knowledge. So as human beings, you know, I have yet to meet a person who comes to a job and doesn't really want to understand what they're doing and do it well. So, and it's incumbent on the employer to help them achieve that. So there's already typically an intrinsic motivation to want to learn and perform the best that they can on the job. So when they see that the information is not one size fits all, one and done, and they, they're never going to see it again, and they start to recognize that what's being presented to them is in fact based on things that they don't know well, and we use these brain science techniques to reinforce information that they demonstrate knowledge gaps around. Individually, they see, ah, you know, this is actually training me on things that matter to me, not just all things that matter to all people. And I happen to be, you know, well up the curve on lots of topics. And for whatever reason, they keep showing them to me. We, we fragment the training so that every individual gets things relevant to them every day. People love that. The next big thing is it's very socially appealing. So we've uh, included all kinds of different game mechanics that celebrate the individual for knowledge acquisition, allow them to see where they sit on leaderboards, earn points for acquiring knowledge that they can redeem for rewards, like tangible gift cards and things like that. They can become experts in topics, which many of our customers then use those individuals to help with skills acquisition with other people. So they can identify who are our best employees in these five critical topic areas. Now let's get them to help us in other ways. So sometimes you see employees who are quiet, you know, a little more shy and retiring, who have a ton of knowledge in some key areas. Why not leverage that in other ways that are beneficial for the business? And those employees love that recognition. So there are tangible rewards, there are intrinsic rewards. At the end of the day, we get so much feedback directly from employees that says, you are helping me do my job better. And I feel more prepared and more competent every single day, which makes me feel good about my job and good about the place that I work. And that beats it all. Well, that's very interesting. So, so I'm kind of was was really hoping to talk a little bit about the return on investment uh, because you know this is really really important. Uh, let's take the safety training for example. I mean, one last one 
workplace accident or or days off uh, because of something happening is really important. So let's talk. So you've got an ROI to the. Uh, yes. to the to the individual worker but you've also got an ROI to the company that's paying for this software yeah and this this for us is just super exciting in fact just this morning I was on a phone call with the l- biggest most important learning evangelist globally who said that in all of his travels he has never come across a solution that specifically ties knowledge of your population to the ROI to the business, whether it's increase in sales, reduction of of incidents, uh, customer satisfaction scores, you name it, that translate into dollars. So we have, because of the way that we train, we are collecting uh, more than 50 million data points a month around what people know and don't know in very granular topic areas. Many of our customers, most of our customers, uh, through the platform, provide business data. So whether that's, let's just take safety incidents, for example. What are the incidents that are occurring and what um, you know level of severity, frequency, those sorts of things. And we can tie the knowledge that their people have in topic areas related to those incidents to the incident rates. And the way the algorithm works is to automatically self-heal the knowledge of the population if it is contributing to a higher degree of incidence. So we apply machine learning models to the data and then can help the business quantify the exact business outcome. So we have customers, for example, who now know that because they get 85% of their population training on Exotify three or more times a week, that they are now saving. We have one customer uh, who I can't name who quite literally is saving hundreds of millions of dollars a year in safety incidents in warehouses as a result of the frequent use of Exonify. And that is statistically proven through our algorithms and the machine learning. We can prove exactly the same things where sales are concerned. Uh, So if you have salespeople selling product, you name it. It doesn't matter to us what the business outcome is you're looking to achieve. We can statistically tie the knowledge of your people the topics they're being trained on to that business outcome and then help you adjust automatically to continue down the path of making it better. So I would say, you know, I've lost count of, frankly, the number of ROI stories um, that we have, but, you know, ones I can speak about publicly are Bloomingdale's. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've gone on record to say that their safety incidents uh, have saved them, Exonify has saved them now, um, you know, five, six years into their deployment. It's approaching at this point about $15 million. Uh, and Bloomingdale's is a very small retailer. Sure. We have others, again, I can't name, but incident rates dropping by, you know, in, like double digits um, between 10 and 30%. Uh, we have others that we can tie very specifically to product sales, J&J, Johnson mm-hmm. Johnson's one of those. 
um, where their pharmaceutical sales reps who are very, you know, it's hard to remember complex drug interactions, how to sell those drugs or medical devices against competitive product. It's a highly complex industry and there's risks associated sure. with all of it. So uh, how do you sell more of those things? Well, you do it by training on the right things with the right level of frequency and essentially cutting out all the unnecessary things that don't in fact relate to that business outcome. So sales are being very dramatically and positively impacted through this methodology of training. So does everybody get a different algorithm? I mean, you, so because of all these data points, right? I'm just kind of wondering, do you have an algorithm for um, professional sales versus for, like we're talking about manufacturing automation. Uh, how does that work? So the, the beauty of it is the basic algorithm is the same. But what happens is, um, you know, I'll give you a very simple example. If you and I started today doing the same job on the shop floor somewhere, and you happen to have come from an employer where you were doing a very similar job and i'm brand new to this organization i've never done anything like this before you and i come with pre-existing levels of knowledge around the particular job that we're in so we both start on exonify today and the content that we see is the same but you clearly demonstrate you already know all the concepts you saw today. I demonstrate that I don't. So what you see tomorrow and what I see tomorrow immediately start to be different. And you then progress through the content at a different pace than I would. So every single individual every day gets content related to their demonstrated knowledge gaps and we know exactly when that individual knows it for good and that's where the algorithm comes in is the brain science piece is based on um, well-documented cognitive science around the creation of memory and when somebody actually knows something and doesn't need to have it presented to them again and then nine months 12 months two years down the road if they have to do something that is critical, then they know how to do it without, you know, needing to have reference material or ask somebody else. So the algorithm is baked in the sense of we just know who knows what, who doesn't know what, and when those that don't know need to see it again. And, and that's how it works. So it is different, a different experience for everybody starting day two and beyond. But the way the, the software is architected is there's no customer that we need to create a special algorithm for. It actually works the same regardless of the type of content. So we have customers in their corporate divisions training on you know IT things like how to identify phishing email mm -hmm. versus you know the folks that they're training on the shop floor on safety or procedural information. Um, the information doesn't matter. The algorithm works the same way to make sure the memory is created. 
So do you at Exonify, do you like to take a whole organization and say, yes, we're going to do your manufacturing, but we're also going to do your office workers. We're going to even do sales. Is that, because I think that's a very creative idea. I could see where some people would say, no, no, we just want to do the, the shop floor workers. But you come back and say, well, actually, why don't we do everyone? How does that work? So that's a really great question. Typically what happens is we find a champion in one area of the business who has a problem they're looking to solve. And so oftentimes we will start with that. And then when it's successful, which it always is, suddenly the buzz in the organization is kind of like, well, could we use that for this other thing over here? And so we're quite happy to work with our customers on an initial use case, an, an initial group of target employees solving specific problems, and then migrating through the rest of the organization for other populations, other business problems, um, that sort of thing. That's a very, very common thing that we do. So would you take a, um, I'm kind of going back to manufacturing a little bit, you you've obviously now have a bunch of manufacturers on the software, um, and you already have a couple thousand data bits, right, of questions, of things that happen in almost every manufacturing area or every distribution center. So is it pretty easy for you to get started? And where yes. does the next thing come? Like somebody's feeding the engine of some sorts, yeah, right? Exactly. So, so interestingly, that that's another great question. Uh, because we saw commonality in the things that many types of companies were training on and safety incidents in the U.S., OSHA reportables, very common uh, topic area. And so what we decided to do was create what we call the content exchange. And we have now uh, what we call exonified hundreds of topics that our customers can instantly download for free into their platforms and start day one without creating any of their own specific content. So as it happens, every organization has specific language, policies, procedures, things that are in business priorities, things that are specific to them. So this is the content exchange is an easy way for them to get going. Um, but at the same time, uh, for our customers who buy multi-year deals, that also comes with a content bundle. And our customers then will say, okay, we need these 10 topics specific to us, exonified. So our instructional design team will then do those as part of that, that deal. And they'll take, um, we, we will take our customers' content and a lot of it is stuff they just already have that they train on, and we will exonify it and put it on the program on the platform for them to get going immediately as well. So lots of ways to get going. Ongoing in terms of gardening, uh, typically our customers will assign somebody to do that, and we teach them very quickly how to do it, uh, and then continue to maintain and administer the platform. We also have lots of customers who just pay us a flat amount every year, and we will take content and put it on the platform for them. And I could see you looking at who's your super users, and maybe they're, like you say, a very quiet person operating machine, and they actually happen to be a superstar, and you can almost take some of their learnings 
and ask them to be a content producer as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. So lots of different ways to solve the content problem. And, uh, you know, what we do know for a fact is none of our customers has a shortage of content. They have tons and tons of content. It's just not in a form and they don't train in a way that does anything more than, frankly, waste most people's time and it results in no behavior change. So your so your product would kind of compete a little bit with uh, training dollars that people would go away for a couple of days, spend thousands of dollars uh, and be trained on and then come back and forget everything. And so now you're training and forgive me for this question, maybe, but I'm training, if I work 200 days a year, I get 600 questions a year. Uh, is that kind of how that's working? Yes. Yeah, so our typical, um, first of all, part of the ROI is in fact the reduction for the need to pull people away for days to train them and do exactly as you said. They for, Literally, the way the brain works is most people will remember five to seven percent of what they learned 30 days earlier so at the 30 day mark memory decay is dramatic and then they're out there in the field doing we're not sure what but a lot of things wrong unfortunately Um, what we do is we map the amount of content every day to what we know is the optimal amount of concepts an individual can actually take in and work to remember long term and that is at most five specific concepts a day so what we do is we present five pieces of information at most many of our customers will do three we prescribe three to five so if it's five and that individual is on exotify five days a week that's 25 times 25 questions or concepts that they're being presented so if you multiply that by the number of weeks a year they work, that's the number of, of specific interaction points they have with content. Now, what we know is this. Uh, if I ask a typical person a question about something that they should know, and they answer the question correctly three times in a row, I do not need to ask them, and the spacing, of time between which I ask them those three questions is optimal for brain retention. I don't need to ask them again ever. But if they keep getting it wrong, I may need to ask them six to ten times. So the number of questions they get a day is set. The number of times they see a question varies by topic area, by question, by person, um, and we know what they know and what they don't know and when to represent that. One of the big challenges, and we talked about this before we started recording this um, podcast, is that we're looking at, especially in skilled trades, we're looking at a big looming um, gap in, in, in just qualified people. We're also in this really weird space right now. Uh, in just a few months ago, the U.S. unemployment rate was 3.6%. In Canada, slightly higher, 5.5%. So one of the big challenges we have, especially in advanced manufacturing, is, is we can't get the people, and, and we get them and they're untrained. So, so 
one of the things I'm wondering about, is this something that makes people happy too? Uh, will they maybe continue working here because this is a real benefit to them? Absolutely. And, you know, I can tell you we have a number of customers who uh, have told us that turnover is significantly reduced since they uh, introduced Exonify. And, and it is exactly that. People appreciate the fact that they have the ability to learn new things frequently that are relevant to them, that are upskilling them. And because of the way Exonify works, it goes on forever. It never stops. So it isn't that one and done, here's the stuff you need to know to do the job that you're in today. You can train people on an endless number of things. And we actually have customers whose employees suggest things that they could be trained on or would like to learn. So one of the other things I didn't mention is there is the ability for the individual, if you make it available to them, to self-direct their learning. In addition to the required stuff you want them to know, there is the ability to have that individual go, you know what, I'd like to be a manager of this particular area and so what is the path I can choose to be a manager? What things do I need to know at a foundational level? And then opt into that if the employer has set those things up for them. So there's the ability to uh, proactively take control of your career and learn things that are not just specific to the job you're doing today. Employees love that stuff. It really makes them feel like they're valued that they are, there's something in it for them. And all of those things contribute to, you know, happier people, uh, longer tenured people, um, you know, positive um, behaviors in the workplace, all of which benefits those employers. And exactly as you said, you know, we're seeing the same issue across our retail customers. Um, people used to just assume that we're going to have 125% turnover this year. And that's just the way it is in this industry. And so they just set themselves up to accept it and train over and over and over and over again. And, you know, we're here to say you don't necessarily need to do that. By enabling your people in a way they want to get it with stuff that they want to get, you can actually keep them a lot longer. And the cost, as everybody knows, of reduced turnover saves an organization and a enormous amount of money. So you must talk to a lot of CEOs and I imagine a lot of people like directors of HR and directors of training. I'm kind of thinking if I'm a CEO and I'm listening to this and I go, wow, I could implement this very quickly. And you know, it, it's not like tomorrow everyone's trained. It takes a while to get everyone trained, but I could use this as a competitive advantage in my industry to have the smartest workforce. Yes. Do, do you ever have that conversation? A hundred percent. And in fact, I just met with the CEO of one of our customers who is in the food industry. And he said to me, he has never in his entire career, having worked at places like um, Mars, the Mars Bar Company, and um, Kara Foods, and, and a variety of places like that, he has never ever seen a solution that has such a huge business impact as this and had no idea it could come from learning or training 
And he specifically said that this is a competitive, you know, arrow that he believes is helping him not just keep his associates longer, but sell more product, dramatically more product, have much more loyal uh, customer base, all things good that help him in a very competitive industry uh, attract and retain customers. It literally could make your business more like more competitive, but also more valuable. Yes. Right. If you can take your entire workforce and lift them up a little bit. Yes. Uh, yes, you're going to train them anyway. Yes. Exactly right. Exactly right. Huge, huge, multi-pronged benefits to the organization as a whole, and you know, three minutes a day. And I think of the uh, again, kind of the packaging industry. I see a really good fit because there's so many safety issues, pharmaceutical manufacturing, so many safety issues, and it's complex. Like there's a lot to know exactly. for a lot of people on the shop floor. Well, Carol, this has been really interesting. Thank you so much for the invitation to come and see your wonderful facilities, and it's good to see you again. We've we've known each other for maybe about 15 years in the high tech region of Waterloo, Ontario. Uh, I wanted to find out how people can get a hold of you, or how they can get a hold, find out more about Exxon. Absolutely. So I would say the first thing is to go to our website, exonify.com, A-X-O-N-I-F-Y.com. Uh, you know, certainly you can reach out to me. I'm C. Lehman, my name, C. Lehman at exonify.com. We're easy to find. If you just Google us, you know, lots of ways to reach out and we'd be happy to answer additional questions. And so I'm going to expel Exonify for you. It's A-X-O-N-I-F-Y and Carol's last name is L-E-A-M-A-N. And uh, I'm Jim Beretta and I'd like to uh, uh, thank everyone who listened to uh, the Robot Nation podcast and we'll be uh, covering trends again uh, next week at this time. Thank you very much. And if you need to get a hold of us at uh, Robot Nation Podcast, it's robotnationpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Carol.